I got a message for y'all, and I hope somebody is listening. I don't even know what's entitled this to get your attention. But let me tell y'all something. How can you go back to your first love if you can't even live your life just off of the words of your first love? I don't care what nobody else in the Bible wrote. And the only reason I give weight to the New Testament as far as Matthew, Luke, Mark, John, and I think even Corinthians and then Revelation. And if anywhere else in between where you see red letters, the reason that weight is given because the writer is not saying and God said the writer is not saying and God showed. The writer is saying, and this is what I heard God say. This is what I saw God do. Let me tell you something. Don't you allow nothing or no one to preach to you, which is teaching, which is a sin according to God, because he declared it in the New Testament. I don't care what nobody says. Jesus wasn't just talking. That was God. He was making declarations. Somebody ought to pay it attention. Let me tell you something right now. The son of man. Who is the father. Told us. Love each other as I have loved you. If you return to your first love. And your first love tells you to love your neighbor, your brother, your friend, your sister, your mother, the father that is in him, who he is. As you have, as he has loved us. Then you love on everybody you see to the best capacity you can give. Because he loved us enough to die for us. And I'm sick and tired of preachers and teachers and Pharisees and scribes out here saying other words. Otherwise, there is nothing in the Bible more important than when they tell you. And I saw the Lord and I heard the Lord say, as he said, or the and the Lord said, not the Lord told me. The Lord said the Lord there. The Lord there in the flesh, the Bible says the word became flesh in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. If the word became flesh. I don't care what you read. I don't care what you're unfortunately taught. I am telling you what I know. Jesus was God. The father, whatever you need to call him. It was the son of man. The words made flesh. And those words made flesh came and spoke. And when the son of man spoke, the father, the creator. He didn't worry about Moses, he said a few references to Moses, but he said, he, he who hears my words and believes in me 
and believes on me. Not what he said, not what Moses wrote, he told him. He said, he who hears my words, my instructions and does them, he who wants to follow me, let him pick up his cross and bear it. Walk in his footsteps, not Moses, not Abraham, not Jacob, not Israel, not Peter, not Apostle Paul. I'm still looking for where Jesus spoke the word apostle out of his mouth. Did you show me that? I'm still looking for the words. Don't get me wrong. I read the Bible long ago, front to back. My focus now is on my God, the actions of my God, the actions of my Lord. I don't care about what Paul wrote. I've read it over and over. I know more about what Paul wrote than what my Lord said and did. I'm telling you what I know. I love y'all. And if I'm wrong, I hope. If I'm wrong in your eyes, I hope that I am. Because I love you enough. And the reason I love you enough to hope that I am wrong, if you feel that I am and that you're right, is because he said to love each other as he loved us. Did he tell us we were wrong? Did he argue? Did he dispute? Did he laugh and say you have no power? He said the power that you have is from above. Did he say that he was the one who gave it? Did he give himself the glory, the victory? I'm telling you right now. Wake up. Wake up. Go to your pastor. If you got a preacher, unfortunately, your preacher, your teacher, your Pharisee, your father. You can't. How can we have Catholic priests who are called fathers when God himself in the flesh said, call no one father. That ain't nothing. That's not saying, okay, that's what he said. But Paul means this. Have we lost ourselves? God in flesh told us things. God himself in flesh showed us. What apostle has the keys to heaven or hell? What apostle can breathe life into your body? Except it be through him, the father, the son. We eliminate so many middlemen, but we won't eliminate that one. And I'm not saying cut them out. I'm not saying cast them off is wrong. I'm saying that love says believe in him, yet that was written by him as well. The son of man said to love each other as he has loved us. He showed us love. He taught us love. Love had no profit. I'm telling you this because I love you. There is no profit for me. I only hope that you love me enough to share with me what God has revealed to you. Not no man, not me. Don't put faith in what I'm saying. Open your Bible. Read it.
Read it. I haven't been bold enough to cut out every black word and just read the red. I've tried. But I haven't been able to do it to completion. But if somebody loves me enough to hope that I am right and to walk this lonely path with me as well, I will do it. I will do it. And if the if you need me to walk your path with you first, I will do it. Jesus said, what good is a seed until it dies? And then when it dies, it helps. If a seed was to live, it would become a plant. But if it becomes a seed, it becomes the life source. I'm, I'm ready to die to Stephen in more ways than I thought I have. More ways than I know that I am. I have a phobia of snakes. Every time I go into a room by myself, I'm looking for one. There was a point in my mind, in my life, I almost lost my mind. And I might lose that mind. What profit does it have? But one thing I know. I won't ever lose my hope in the Lord. And I think it's so beautiful that he tells us only the faith the size of a mustard seed is enough. When I feel like I have faith the size of a watermelon, but that doubt tells me it's smaller than a mustard seed. I don't know if all mustard seeds start out the same size. But one thing I know, I'm not scared to buy a dead plant and put it in the ground and try. My grandma always said nothing beats a fail but a try. If all we have to do is try, why not? And if you feel like you've tried to the point that you can't try no more and that if what you need to see, what you need to see to call it love, an act of faith, grace and mercy. He said, he declared out of his mouth, nothing can take us out of his hands. I did a midnight snack a couple nights back or maybe a daytime podcast but I'm going to tell you something the disciples came to him and said Lord Lord do you not care that we should perish they didn't they didn't say Lord can you stop the storm they didn't say we are with the Lord we're okay they just like us are humans who need the Lord. And I hope we desire the Lord. I don't care how much we have the Lord. Or we think we do. What they tell you about marriage. They tell you don't ever get comfortable. Always keep the keep the 
the flame going in your marriage? If he's the bridegroom, are you keeping that flame going? Guess what? Even if that flame goes out, he is right there holding your hand. You might can't see. Your mind might play a trick on you and tell you that what you're holding is something that might be your biggest fear. But if he loved you and I enough to love us even when, obviously the law was flawed that no one could fulfill it. If he loved us enough to fulfill, to, to come and pay our debts, to forgive our debts, Y'all better follow the story of the ungrateful servants with the debts. If he loved us enough to die, to redeem us from the bill, If he loved us enough to sign up, to, to stand in for our debts, to co-sign, to sign, not even co-sign, to pay our debts. I love you enough to be bold enough to share this with you. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm scared because I don't want to cause anybody to stumble. Not because of what my, what we're taught our, my consequence will be. But because I don't want nobody to stumble. I've stumbled many times. I've even fallen, had to get up, had to lay there while so somebody came and lifted me up. But I'm still going. I love him enough to walk in darkness. I'm not afraid of the dark. And if there's more danger in the dark than I know, there's one thing that danger doesn't have more of. My Lord, the Son of Man, the Father. Philip said to him, show us the Father. He replied, have I been with you so long and still you do not See, you believe in God, believe also in me. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of hiding behind my faults. My daddy used to come get me. He would tell me he's coming to get me. I always took forever. So after a while, to 
pass by that time and that loneliness and despair. I started playing. The reason I wouldn't play before, because I noticed at an early age, my daddy was always big on me being clean. But I began to play. And the more I began to play and get dirty, the more he noticed. And after a while, he would say to me, didn't I tell you to keep clean? Why are you dirty? I wanted to ask him, didn't you tell me you would be here at so-and-so time? Why are you late? I knew at a certain point in my life that if I continued to just sit there on that porch, not having fun, to pass by that time, I would continue to call this man house 37, 40 times until either his wife answered or he answered and said he's on the way. And once he got a cell phone, it was both of them. I remember trying to learn his wife's cell phone number. Because after a while, she would stop answering the house phone. I think there was probably one time in my life that he didn't come. No, he came. But I remember laying on that bed and thinking, just like my mama, he's not coming to get me. He's abandoning me too. But somehow I knew God. And yes, I would cry a little bit. But I would not allow myself to think he's not going to be there. He's not going to come. And I don't think there was ever one time that he did not come. There's been times he came late. And I know because I remember a time where I just was on that verge of about to give up, give in. And I was waiting to hear. Crazy part is I was waiting to hear my grandma say, Stevie, your daddy out here. But because of how great our Father and our Lord is, I heard my daddy say, Stephen, are you coming? You don't hear me calling you. He was in the hallway, not my grandma. Love me enough to not have pity on me, but to have grace and mercy. To go that extra mile beyond what society has taught us. Love me enough to not look at me through the definitions and acronyms and meanings of the words of society. But love me enough to show me without judging, without rebuking without reproach. Love me enough to stretch out your hand like he did. Love me enough that a Roman soldier can come to him and ask for his daughter to be healed and not have to ask for forgiveness of sins. Being a Roman soldier that killed, persecuted, Love me enough that you'll believe in God strong enough to consider what I'm saying. 
Love me enough to take this challenge. Love me enough to agree with me. Love me enough to trust in me. My words are very rarely mine. And I don't know if these are, are from him. But I want you to know he said he has come into the world as a light. Do you trust him enough that no matter how much the authors and writers in the Bible write about darkness and sin? Do you can you love I want I love him enough that I don't care what nobody else said in the Bible but him, what they show but him. Because I want to be loved that much. Pray that I might love those enough whom I hesitate on loving enough to take every word they say as his. Pray that I might love him enough to give that same love to them that he gave to me. I love y'all. Love somebody else. Let go of grudges. Let go of judgment. I want to show, share something with you. I looked up judgment today. Judgment definition, according to the Oxford, which is one of the standard as well as William Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or come to sensible conclusions. It is a noun. Second definition, a misfortune or calamity viewed as a divine punishment. Jesus. And there's an example. The crash had been a judgment on the parents for wickedness. Decision definition, a, a conclusion or resolution reached after consideration. An example is I'll make the decision on my own. Similar resolution, conclusion, settlement. It is also a noun. The next bullet says the action or process of deciding something or of resolving a question. The information was used as the basis for a decision. Decision is part of the definition of judgment. Matter of fact, the next bullet says a formal judgment. Last year's Supreme Court decision. Considered definition. I just read that to you.
These are examples of that judgment. She and my judgment was as fair as you. Judgment. He said, judge ye not. He didn't say if it's good, the judgment is okay. He said, judge ye not. A remarkable punishment. An extraordinary calamity inflicted by God on sinners. That's what Proverbs 19 says. Judgments are prepared for scorners. Why do you think the women at the well, the, the men wanted to stone the woman at the well? Because they had brought her into judgment. Saying that is judgment. Our tongues has powers. We have to be careful with that. The spiritual government of the world is another definition of it. The Father has committed all judgment to the Son. Jesus did say that. And he, but he's also made it clear to know he do not judge us as the world judges us. And if the way we judge was okay, he wouldn't have addressed it. Your God gave a declaration. Judge ye not. Don't care what nobody else in the Bible said. Your, your Lord and Savior, the Father said, judge ye not. I don't care what somebody else writes and tells you as a formula. The Lord declared, judge ye not. Starting today, right now, 2.52 a.m. Thursday, July the 1st, I am committing the next year of my life living according to just his actions, his words, what is recorded of him. Not what is said of us. When the, when the disciples were arguing amongst themselves, who was the greatest, who was the least? Did not the Lord say, ye are all the same? Did he not wash their feet to show them? He, the Lord, the creator of life, the creator, the great, the I am, Yahweh. He washed the feet of the, the same disciples that were arguing amongst each other who was the greatest. What movie have you seen a king wash somebody's feet? What book have you read about a king washing somebody's feet? Love me enough. To not pray against me. Love me enough. To pray with belief. Love me enough to pray with belief. In what I'm saying. That it is coming from the father. Not myself. Not me.
love me enough to love those who you who you feel are more worthy of your love than me as much as you love God, Yahweh, Emmanuel, El Shaddai, the robe of Sharon. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I ask that no one pray against me. That when I come to mind, you pray our Father's prayer. That's why that's the only prayer I try to pray on this podcast. My God declared to us how to pray, what to pray. The disciples were still here on earth. The only person he took with him personally was Lazarus. Lazarus, right? Wasn't it Lazarus he took with him? And love me enough to correct me. But when you correct me, I don't want an opinion. Bring me the dictionary. Oxford, Merriam-Webster. And bring me the definition of those words. Not an interpretation. Not an opinion. And do me another favor. Love him enough. To say his words, what he meant, what he said meant something other than what he said. I can't stand for a child to tell me something else. Tell me some one thing and I'm telling I'm telling them one thing and they're telling me I'm saying another thing. When it comes to those words in red, I don't think there's a more prominent time to be literal. Would you tell the Lord when you think about it? Would you say that when he said he created the heavens and the earth? Or that when he said, come forth Lazarus, that he didn't mean for Lazarus to rise from the dead? I hope not. Do you love him enough? To trust him. No one else's explanation. Hope you do. I'm going to tell you again before I go. He said, he declared, nothing can take you out of his hand. He declared that. I'm pretty sure his hand is strong enough to move sin, to block it. Pretty sure that's why he died. 
to pay the price that sin required because we were not able to live up to the value of what it required. I love him enough. To believe in you. Hit me back. Let me know. Our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. In the name of the Son of Man, I pray, amen. my strength in the Lord using my father's prayer and it is food for thought if you woke up and today was today and you only had what you thanked him for yesterday what would you have to be grateful for today Love you.